0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I'll update you on the BioSteel bankruptcy news and explain what could be next for the brand. But before we get started, I would love if you took 48 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. I'm not sure if the Canadian courts are just wildly more efficient than in the United States, but we already have a major announcement in the BioSteel bankruptcy case. So it's been only 10 weeks since we learned that in an effort to simplify its business and reduce cash burn, Canopy Growth had seized funding the BioSteel business unit. That meant the sports drink brand would seek bankruptcy protection and need to conduct a court-supervised sale process for its business and property for the benefit of its stakeholders. For those that haven't been following my previous content on this business activity and recognize BioSteel probably from all of the prominent sports marketing, You might be wondering why previous owner Canopy Growth didn't just find a potential buyer itself. Well, it performed not one, but two extensive searches and still didn't receive any satisfactory bids for BioSteel. I can only assume the potential buyers looked under the hood and weren't able to see a short enough path to profitability. Even though BioSteel was doubling its sales year over year, it had both above the line and below the line margin issues. Even though BioSteel, let alone any CPG brand having negative gross margins is just insane, inventory write downs from aging inventory, higher than expected warehousing costs, and higher than expected production and operating costs associated with the ramp up of a newly purchased manufacturing facility are actually more easily repairable then biosteels below the line margin issues great operators can within a reasonable time frame greatly improve or right size everything just mentioned but they can't easily fix the reckless sports marketing expenses that are attached to longer term contracts or they would as a result face additional legal and brand reputation risks so The only reasonable option left for Canopy Growth was to stop bankrolling the business unit and let the bankruptcy process run its course. But don't get it twisted. Everything I just stated doesn't mean the BioSteel IP was worth zero. There were interested parties waiting. They just needed the bankruptcy process to essentially erase all of Canopy Growth's mistakes, thus making the acquisition opportunity much more attractive. In fact, Bankruptcy court documents stated that 32 interested parties executed non-disclosure agreements and received access to the virtual data room to conduct additional due diligence on BioSteel. Of those interested parties, BioSteel received eight total bids, but only six of which substantially complied with the terms and were considered qualified. And this is probably a good transition to recall a unlikely to happen prediction from the last BioSteel bankruptcy content piece. While I'm not sure if any of the largest beverage brand portfolios look seriously at the deal, regardless, my dark horse acquirers of Monster Beverage and KDP aren't the new owners of BioSteel. Both needed, at the time, a sports drink to compete against PepsiCo and Coca-Cola Company. But my long shot hopes for KDP quickly ended after the strategic partnership with the sports drink electrolyte was announced at the end of October. And I still had about a 0.01% hope in Monster Beverage looking under the couch cushions for loose change again to pull off another mergers and acquisitions deal. But they obviously have enough work on their hands trying to revamp Bang Energy. So did the winning bid come from the more likely predicted private equity side? sort of the winner of the biosteel bankruptcy process was dc holdings limited which does business as coachwood group this canadian holding company primarily specializes in the nutraceutical sports nutrition and health product sectors but it also has a portfolio of real estate investments admittedly when i saw the deal news i didn't recognize the holding company its founder or ceo dan crosby or its main brand asset called Canadian Protein. Now, that doesn't mean anything, as I have blind spots like everybody, especially when you consider Dan Crosby creates a significant amount of personal branding content online. Canadian Protein is one of Canada's largest e-commerce supplement brands, and its products are also sold in Costco Canada, and it looks like it manufactures most, if not all, of its own products. And that self-manufacturing point might remind you of something else I said in that last Biosteel bankruptcy content piece. I stated that I didn't think the size and muted trajectory of Biosteel warned them owning the Flow Beverage facility in Virginia, but that capacity could be attractive for a buyer with compatible manufacturing needs, or that contract manufacturing revenue stream could be attractive to the incoming buyer if they have manufacturing expertise. So... New ownership could obviously make the self-manufacturing element of Biosteel work, but it's neither compatible to its current needs nor geographically valuable. So instead, Biosteel's Virginia manufacturing assets were sold in a separate transaction to Gregory Packaging, which is a 100-year-old family-owned juice manufacturer of the brand Suncup Juice. But for this final part of the content, I want to talk about what's next for Biosteel. Just to get this out of the way, any thoughts that BioSteel would quickly bounce back to recent revenue levels is absurd. This isn't a knock on the new ownership, but how the recent BioSteel revenue was generated matters. Earlier, I stated that the buyer was sort of from the private equity side and not a strategic buyer, which is technically true, but obviously DC Holdings assets would make them a strategic buyer. So what I meant was that Dan Crosby would have a PE-like strategic turnaround mindset because the deal isn't fully complete as a recording of this content. We don't have any of these like buyer comments yet. The only hint we got was during a previous recent interview where Dan Crosby stated there's a lot of synergies and similarities between Canadian protein and biosteel. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there if I run it exactly the same way. So, That makes me believe that he won't go back to playing the sports marketing game at the highest level that Gatorade invented and mastered and then body armor emulated. Yes, BioSteel got to a level of sales in the Coke Pepsi dominated beverage category that few brands ever reach, but I'm not even certain packaged RTD beverages will be a core focus of the new company. If so, Maybe they make it available exclusively through Costco Canada as rebuilding out a full-on North American beverage team and strategy seems too risky right now. My guess is that BioSteel will be rolled back to something that looks more familiar to the times before Canopy Growth initially invested in the brand and went all-in on these sports drinks. So with Canadian Protein as our guide, BioSteel will likely get a revamped and streamlined supplement lineup and it will be mostly sold online. But I just want to end with some quick final thoughts. BioSteel had been a highly touted piece of Canopy Growth's portfolio, at one point drawing CPG Pundit comparisons to an early stage body armor. It's crazy how that recent viewpoint almost doesn't seem like it could be a logical thought in someone's head. Almost as quick as its recent rise will be its fall back to low brand awareness status which might be a good thing in the end because it will give Dan Crosby time to take the BioSteel IP and turn it back into a profitable supplement brand. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly.